How are we doing? Good. Merry Christmas. It feels really good to have the wobbling music stand back. You know, I just, I walked in here and I was like, oh, I remember when I used to just sit here and do this. This is good. Hey, let me say this before we jump in um, to the rest of the evening here. All right, whatever your kids do, let them do it. All right, and let it remind you of God's free love for you. All right, whatever your kids do, if they decide to get up and run around, all right, let them go. Let them run. All right, you're not bothering me. You're not bothering anybody else. Uh, and let it remind you of God's free love and his wild love uh, for you and I, okay? As Adam, as Adam stated just a minute ago, uh, tonight we're talking about Christ as the light of the world. He's the light of the world, and that light, the light of Christ, also lives within us, okay? Um, and, and so if you've got your Bibles, go ahead and open up to Psalm chapter 67. If you don't have your Bibles, it'll be up on the screen, and so you can follow along with me. Psalm 67 says this, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us, Selah. That your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. This is a song that David, King David wrote and he penned to paper that the congregation would sing together. Like this congregation right here, as we just sang those songs, this is a song that David pens, that the congregation would sing together. And he starts and he says, may God be gracious to us and bless us. Because David realizes that all of life is sustained by the grace and mercy of God. And so right out the gate, first and foremost, he goes, God, may you, may you be gracious to us. As a congregation, let's sing that together. God, may you be gracious to us. May you be merciful to us. May your loving kindness follow us as your people. And then he goes on to say, and, uh, uh, excuse me, may God be gracious to us and bless us. God, may you find favor in us. Would you have favor towards us? That word blesses to find, to have this divine favor. God, would you find favor in us? And then he gets really specific. Because this isn't like a material blessing, like, hey, God, bless me, bless me with my new AirPods, or bless me, you know, with my new shoes, right, for this Christmas, bless me with my new car. Like, not a material blessing, like, hey, let's not all sing together as a congregation, hey, God, bless us with a new car, right? That's not what David's instructing us to. Because he gets specific, he says, and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. The blessing becomes specific. And it's that, God, would your face shine upon us? Would your face shine upon your people? What does that mean? Let's get practical. Get practical. What does that mean? That sounds kind of lofty. Flip to Exodus chapter 34. Exodus chapter 34, starting in verse 28, says this, 
when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand as he came down from the mountain, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. Aaron and all the people of Israel saw Moses and and behold, the skin of his face shone and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him, and Moses talked with them. Afterward, all the people of Israel came near, and he commanded them all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with him, he put a veil over his face. Whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would remove the veil. Until he came out. And when he came out and told the people of Israel what he was commanded, the people of Israel would see the face of Moses. That the skin of Moses' face was shining. And Moses would, and then Moses would put the veil over his face again until he went in to speak with him. God delivers his people from Egypt. And they're in the wilderness and Moses is on Mount Sinai with the Lord. And he's getting the commandments from the Lord. And then he's bringing the commandments back down to the people. These are the commandments. This is the design for when you move into the promised land. If you will live inside of this design as my people, you will flourish. And you will find freedom. And you will find blessing. And so he comes down with the commandments after spending 40 days on Mount Sinai with the Lord. And he comes down and the people are like, that dude's face is glowing. His face is shining. What in the world was he doing on Mount Sinai? His face is glowing. And they were in fear. And it says that every time he went into the tent to meet with God, he would, un, he would, he, he would remove the veil in front of his face as he met with God. And then when he would come out to deliver the words of God to God's people, the people would see his face glowing. They would see his face glowing. And so then when you go back to Psalm 67, when David writes, may your face shine upon us, what is David saying? It becomes very clear. What David is saying is, Lord, bless us. And specifically, what I mean by blessing is be in our presence. Be with us. Do not forsake us. Do not leave us. Do not take your presence from us. Bless us. Make your face to shine upon us. Be with us. Do not leave me. Do not leave your church. Do not leave your bride. Make your face shine upon us. Flip to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1, we find the birth of Jesus. It says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way when his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together. She was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. 
And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. David pins this song, and you can imagine God's people singing this song. Be gracious to us. Bless us. Let your face shine upon us. Meaning, I want to be in your presence. Don't leave me. Don't leave me alone. Don't leave me to my own devices. You can imagine them singing that. And then we get the greatest representation or the greatest uh, 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 signal not even, not even a signal. The signal is not even the right word. We see the birth of Jesus. In the birth of Jesus, you see that his name, the angel says they call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. This is what David was writing, God bless us. Let it be that your face shines upon us. Let it be that we get to be in your presence. And then God in his salvation plan says, you know what, I'm gonna be in your presence. I'm gonna be in your presence. I'm gonna send my son to be in your presence to walk with you, to live with you, to mourn with you, to celebrate with you. I'm going to be with you. As a matter of fact, this is a demonstration of I will be with you forever. The birth of Jesus is a promise is that God isn't going anywhere, but that he is with us now and he will be with us for the rest of eternity. God sent his only son to be with us. I want you to think about that and consider that this evening. This God that made Moses' face shine came to be with us this Christmas. This God that showed up on the road as Paul was headed out to kill Christians this God that showed up in this bright light, right? This glorious God in all his splendor and all his brightness and all his righteousness shows up and meets Paul and blinds Paul for three days and changes and wrecks Paul's life. This God, this God that calls Stephen's face to glow as he sits in front of a council that's accusing him causes Stephen's face to glow in which the whole council took notice of. This God came to be with us. And so Isaiah chapter nine 
tells us that this child that is to come, that the Son of God that is to come is going to be the wonderful counselor. I pray that the truth tonight that Jesus is David's fulfillment of God, don't leave us, that that is great counsel for you and where you sit. That you know that he is with me right here, right now. Isaiah 9 says that he is the prince of peace. I pray the truth that God being with you, you would have peace. Because he's with you and he's the prince of peace. Right here, right now. Scripture says that he's the, he's the author of joy. And so I hope that you would know that right here where you sit, because he is with you, you have joy that lives inside of you because he is with you. We go back to Psalm 67. And we finish out the next two verses. And make his face to shine upon us, say, law, that your ways may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. David transitions. He transitions. He goes, God, be gracious to me. Shine your face upon me. For what? Not only is it a blessing to me that the spirit of God lives and dwells within me, that God is with me. That blesses me. That's a blessing to me. But then David transitions and go, and let that also be a testimony as I go out and live my life. Let it cause the rest of the nations to praise you. Like Moses, when I go out into the world and I speak your word and my face lights up, let it cause the nations to praise you also. Just like Stephen, when I stand before those who persecute me and my face lights up, let it cause the nations around me to praise you. David goes, God, don't leave us. Keep your presence here with us. And let your presence with us as we go out, let it cause the nations to worship you. This is a missional passage. This is a missional song. It's twofold. It brings us assurance and peace and joy. But it also... Is, a, uh, 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 is an encouragement for us to go knowing that we have the light of the world dwelling within us. We have the spirit of Jesus Christ dwelling within us. And so David's saying, hey, go so that your lights may cause other people to worship your name. Because the light that you hold in your hand right now, hold it up. Kids, hold it up. Hold your light up. That light that you have in your hand right now, when you walk out of these doors, there's somebody that needs that light. There's somebody that needs that light. That's what David's saying here. God, be with me so I may cause somebody else to worship your name so that they may find that joy and that peace, that they may have that, that their eternity may be secure in you. It's twofold. 
God is with us, and that's great comfort for us. God is with us, and we need to take his light out into the world that we live in so that people may know him. I'm going to wrap up here, but I'm going to challenge the kids. All right? I'm going to challenge the kids. Kids, do I have any brave kids out here? Do I have any brave kids? Silas? Silas, you're brave? Come here, Silas. Come here. You're going you're to demonstrate for the rest of the kids. All right, kids, pay attention because I'm going to ask all of you to do this tonight. All right, Silas, you ever been camping? Yes, you've been camping before. Have you ever told like ghost stories where you put a flashlight up to your face and then you tell, tell scary stories? You ever done that? No. Have you ever sat in your bedroom at night when it's dark, you know, and you just tell scary stories? Okay, this will be a first for you. All right, we used to do this, all right, when we were kids. Anybody done that before? Like you go camping around the bonfire, all right, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. All right, and so you put this flashlight up to your face and you tell a story, all right? And so, Silas, do you know the Christmas story? Do you know some of it? No? You're lying. I know your dad has taught you the Christmas story. Do you know who was born on Christmas? Here, hold this up to your face. I'm going to ask you some questions. Ready? Kids, are you paying attention? Because you're all doing this tonight. You're all doing this tonight, all right? Silas? Who was born on Christmas? Jesus. Jesus was born on Christmas? Yeah? Was Jesus, why, why was he born on Christmas? Why, why, why did he come here? Um. That's kind of a tough question, isn't it? <laughs> did he come here because he loves you? Yeah? Did he come here because he wants to save you? Yeah? All right. Anything else from the Christmas story you remember? Were there any like wise men or were there any donkeys or? Wise men, donkeys, sheep, cows. Wise men, donkeys, sheep, cows. What else? Camels. Camels. Was there a bright star? See, I know you know the story. Is it your turn? Look, not everything's about you, baby. She's mine, all right? She's mine. All right, thank you, Silas. All right, thanks, thanks for being my demonstration, okay? Give Silas a hand, all right? Kids, parents, kids and parents, here's what I want you to do, okay? The band's going to come back up. But kids, I want you to go home tonight, and I want you to shut off all the lights in the house, and I want you to grab the flashlight, and I want you to put it up on your face, and I want you to tell a story, if you know the Christmas story, I want you to tell the Christmas story. If you don't know the Christmas story, have your parents help you tell it. Okay? Have your parents help you tell it. And remember this. Kids and parents, remember this. As the light shines on your face, remember. When Moses was in the presence of God, his face glowed. And as he delivered the words of God to God's people, his face glowed. And when you walk in this world with the presence of God dwelling within you, delivering the encouraging message of Jesus, your face will glow. Okay? Let's pray. God, thanks for shining your face upon us. That this isn't just some idea. This isn't just some, you know, some, some, some therapy. But that this is real. 
that you sent your son as affirmation of, I am with you, I love you, I have found favor with you, you are mine, I have chosen you, you are worthy, not because you've done anything, but because I have chosen you and said that you are worthy. And I've demonstrated that you are worthy because I have crucified my son for you. Thank you for shining your face on us, God for being with us right here, right now, for being the wonderful counselor, the Prince of Peace, the everlasting Father. Thank you. God, I pray that as a church we would leave knowing that the light of the world, Jesus Christ, lives within me. And I have the privilege and the responsibility to carry that light to those who are around me. Amen.